Are you confused about writing? Do you not know where to start or even how to finish? Do you love writing so much that it burns deep in your soul but you still don't know how to meet your goals? Are you looking for a little inspiration that will take you on a writer's vacation? Then let us all write together. Let us all write our way. Hello everyone, welcome to Write Our Way. I'm your host Patrick Starks and today we're going to talk about a very fun topic I like to talk about and that is environments for our writing. What do our environments look like for our stories? If you're somebody who is struggling with this, I would highly recommend drawing. Drawing is one of the biggest things you can do as far as like really understanding your environments for your stories. But don't be afraid. I mean, you don't have to be a Picasso. You just have to be fairly decent at drawing, which most people are. I mean, you can do stick figures, whatever works for your advantage, do it. Because I promise you, when you're drawing out these scenes, it not only helps you see visually what's going on, but also, again, it's about what I've talked to you guys about before, about connection, how your stories connect. How do all the pieces fall in play? And so when you draw them out, you kind of get to see how all the puzzle pieces come together. And that's such a beautiful thing to incorporate with your uh, writing journey. But I'm sure all of you are wondering, but Patrick, once I draw them out, how do I express them through words? And the one thing I can tell you right now is uh, metaphors. Metaphors are going to be some of the greatest tools you're going to use to express a scene. Typically, scenes aren't really cut and dry. I mean, usually for screenwriting, I mean, I'm still learning about screenwriting, but from what I'm seeing with screenwriting, it's really straight to the point. Like they clearly like explain what the scene looks like and what's going on. However, when we're doing like novels, it's a little bit poetic. We have to kind of poetically express what's going on in the scene. So we take, you know, a yellow wall and we might express it not as just a yellow wall, but we could say that the wall looked like, you know, blotches of yellow off of a fall leaf. And what that does is that gives our readers a different perspective of what this yellow wall might look like. I mean, most of us, I'm I'm hoping we've all seen what a fall leaf looks like and we've seen the blotches of yellow on it. It's not really like yellow, yellow. It's like kind of a goldish type of yellow, very pretty yellow. And so that's how a reader if they're reading that and they heard that metaphor they'd be like oh so the wall is kind of like it's like a yellow tint like a gold type of color nevertheless just going back to the drawings another thing that we would want to do when we're drawing out these environments is something i like to do is showing how the characters interact with that environment now i'm sure a lot of you guys are thinking this is like animation 101 but i mean again we, you don't have to be an animator. You don't have to be any, like, again, Picasso. You just want to give yourself an idea of, like, what's going on with the environment, how the how these environments push your characters. How does the... Because that's the thing that's not talked about a lot in stories is that the environment has a huge, huge uh, play on how your characters move in your story. I mean, it's like anything in life, in our actual lives, our environments play a huge factor on how we make moves and where we go in life. So it's just detrimental that when you're doing these environments, keep that in mind that when you're drawing them out and you're 
expressing them, make sure that pace of how it affects your characters is being shown intentionally, not by not by mistake, because I know sometimes when we're drawing these environments out or we're creating these environments, we have no idea how it's affecting our character before it's too late. And so we want to make sure that we're intentionally creating environments that pushes our characters to the end of their journey. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys are all wondering, like, what would be the appropriate environment? Should you do like a realistic environment or should you do fantasy environment? Something that we've never even seen before in real life, something that doesn't exist. And how do we make those environments connect to our audience if they've never experienced those type of environments before? And honestly, that's an honest question. But I will say that both of them have their pros and cons, right? When it comes to realistic environments, I mean, it's it's no cakewalk. You have to be completely accurate because if you have somebody local from that area reading this story that you created, they're going to be like, this guy's full of crap or this girl's full of crap. They have no idea what they're talking about. This place doesn't even exist in our area. Uh, this isn't how our culture is. Like, you have to do your homework if you're going to be doing any type of realistic uh, environment. That's like, for me, like, I live in Seattle, so it's like, I can't express Seattle as a southern state because Seattle's west coast, you know, we're very, it's a very city-oriented, it's hard to explain, but it's definitely not southern. So, it's like, you have to do your homework. You can't have the wrong elements and realistic environments or you're just gonna it's gonna turn off the reader now the cons with fantasy environments is that you're trying to build that connection and relationship with the audience so it's a little bit more complicated because now you have to implement ideas into your environment that the reader can feel connected to which is relatively easy if you know what people like and I'm sure we all know what people like and what their dislikes are. I mean, you can always go to social media or any other thing uh, in life or just go outside and see what people enjoy and take that and implement it into that fantasy environment. You know, just because it's fantasy doesn't mean you can't implement, you know, realistic stuff that we experience every day. Like the character could be somebody that's from space. Let's take Star Wars, for example. They could be from space, but they could, you know, enjoy a latte or a double mocha. You know, it's it's possible when you throw those things in there, people kind of start building this connection with the character because they see the character isn't entirely fictional. They have some realism to them as well, which I think that's where the confusion happens with fiction, right? is that fiction has this uh, stereotype on it that it's not realistic. And I would beg to differ. Fiction is very close to realism when you look at it deeper. Uh, If you're looking at it from kind of like a far away perspective and just looking at it from the outside and not listening to the actual, again, what I've talked about before, the morals behind it, you're not going to see the realism going on in the fiction. But If you really dive deep and look at how fictional stories are written and how uh, the journey of the character goes, very realistic. It's very realistic to 
what we experience every day as human beings. So don't think that because you're writing something fictional or you're creating a fantasy environment that it's no way you can connect to the audience. But all in all, everyone, I mean, environment creating is very fun. Don't let it discourage you from your writing. Uh, I know sometimes uh, when we're creating these stories, there's so many elements that we have to put together to make it work. Uh, but don't look at the environments as an intimidation. Look at the environments as uh, a sort of support system. I think environments can be very aiding when you're trying to show some depth within your character, getting your character to connect with your audience and showing that, again, your character is a human being, even though they might not be portrayed that way in the story. Their journey and their emotions that they're expressing throughout it are still very humanly. And so the ways by doing that is by taking their environment and helping and using that environment to help push that type of uh, expression to the audience so that they can, you know, build that connection. If you guys all get what I'm saying, <laughs> I know it's kind of wordy, but you, you, I'm sure you get the point by now. I don't want to talk you guys' ears off, but, uh, yeah, again, guys, uh, it's always a pleasure talking with y'all. Still, I want to say it again. Uh, don't be afraid of doing environments. Environments are absolutely a pleasure. They're absolutely fun to do. Uh, and just kind of play around with it. You know, draw them out, like I said. And like I said, you don't have to be uh, an artist at it. You don't have to be advanced at it. Just just start drawing them out and see how you feel about it. Because I guarantee you when you start drawing them out again, you will start to even yourself feel more of a connection with your characters. But all right, everyone, that's it. Uh, you know, I'm going to say it, become a child again. Imagine, my friends, keep writing, keep reading, and keep sharpening your tools, you know, keep working at the craft. And last but not least, stay tuned for the next episode, and I'll see you guys then. All right, take it easy.